This episode of CFP 100 is brought to you by Elite Junior Profiles. So attention to all athletes, if you're looking to get some recognition in your athletic career, go to our website and check out Elite Junior Profiles. It's a platform where you can make an athletic profile for coaches searching for talent. Doesn't matter what sport you play, Elite Junior Profiles is here to help you get to the next level. Hello, everyone. Welcome into the Bench Row CFP 100, where we recap all the top college football action from across the country and discuss the latest college football rankings from the College Football Playoff Committee. I'm your host, Wes Displaying. Joining me is Oklahoma Sooner Hudson Center. What's up, Hudson? How are we doing, Wes? We're doing all right. It's too cold. It is very freaking cold. I can't stand it anymore. Yeah, I was down in Florida for Thanksgiving, and that felt like so great. Once I got back, it's like the cold front just hit, man. It's oh. crazy. Yeah, we tried to go to uh, the Battlefield Country Store on Route 3, and we are going to eat our food outside. And I was like, no, no we're not going to do that. Oh, the Battlefield Country Store. Oh, my gosh. I haven't heard that in a while. Oh, it's so good. They had a bourbon chicken sandwich. I should not have eaten the whole thing, but it was delicious. Oh, dude, I remember that. It was like one of the most hidden gems on Route 3. Oh, yeah. It's a solid location. It's a solid location, and the food's like ready to go. Like, it does, it's not even a long wait either. No, and they hand make it in the back. Oh, it's so good. I know this is off topic, but like college basketball already started. It's how UVA is the defending champ still. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, like, the Cavaliers have bragging rights. <laughs> it's also really funny that uh, the Big Ten ACC channel, uh, challenge is going on right now, but Ohio State's not, a pl- not allowed to play a non-conference game. Are, is that right? I mean, they got a huge hurdle in college basketball because it's a lot of game, But then you can just schedule anybody you want to, I guess. Yeah, like, oh, you had to cancel their – home game with Florida, but they just rescheduled it for next season. OU's not really a big basketball school. I mean, like, they had that one year with Trey Young, but was that pretty much it? Oh, we had the year with Buddy Hill. We went to the Final Four. We got shellacked by Villanova. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah, I remember that. When was that, 2016? Mm, Yeah, it might have been the year before, but yeah, somewhere around there. Every now and then, OU produces a a solid gym, but not a basketball Yeah. They get like a guy out of no, like Blake Griffin. Yeah. Just like, how the hell did they recruit that guy? And then next thing you know, it's like another hiatus for Oklahoma. Then they become in the bubble watch. Then they're in. And, you know, that's how that school goes. Well, I remember Penn State was just like last year, everyone's like, oh, Penn State has a good basketball team. I was like, Penn State, really? Are you sure? And then next thing you know, they're actually really good. But, I'll be honest, I hate when college basketball starts during the football season because I'll be watching the ticker and it'll be like Wisconsin 72, Minnesota 65. And I'm like, yeah, right. what? How do they score them? Oh, it's basketball. No, <laughs> that's nonsense out of here. Especially when you have like the games going up and it's like, oh, this team plays this team like at this time. And it's like you see Kansas ranked. You're like, uh, hold on a second. Once I see Kansas ranked, I'm like, oh, basketball starting. <laughs> oh, easy. Dead giveaway. De- right away. Although the system broke this weekend because Kansas ended up covering the spread and the under hit. Didn't they almost lost? They almost messed around and lost this. Uh, or uh, almost messed around in one game this past weekend. Yeah, but Texas Tech. I know. I always said like system picks always play is always bet against Kansas and take the over and the under and Kansas won this time. So yeah, first Texas time this Tech year, hates winning and they do their best to, to not. Yeah, speaking of hating the win, uh, Auburn hates the win. We're doing a Week 14 recap. Uh, Gus Malzahn just loves like the checkdowns during two. Mi- two minutes uh, drill. So they got shellacked or not shellacked. They got lost by Texas A&M. It was close for a while. And then Texas A&M pulled away in the fourth quarter. Uh, A bunch of upsets this weekend. Oklahoma State got upset by TCU. Uh, That game was dead at 
halftime. It was a field goal game, but then it exploded Big 12 style in the back. Marshall had five interceptions and lost to Rice 20 to zero. Their Cinderella season is over. Uh, my upset pick, West Virginia, got slacked by Iowa State 42 to six. And Bang. Yeah, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even watchable. Uh, Indiana ended up beating Wisconsin 14 to six. Iowa won 35-21. Tulsa won 19-6. Washington was another upset. They lost to Stanford 31-26. Oregon is just spiraling out of control. They lost to winless Cal uh, 21-17. Some of the other big games that happened, uh, Oklahoma beat Baylor uh, 27-14. Miami blanked Duke 48-0. Alabama just took LSU to the woodshed 55-17. Virginia Tech. Uh, hang on there with Clemson for a little while to the first half, but then Clemson put it on them in the second half, 45. Did say that you were you were saying, ah, you're crazy. I did say that we're gonna hang around for a while, and then Clemson pulled away. But uh, Friday night was a crazy one too with Louisiana and uh, Appalachian State, 24-21 in the rain there. But the the game of the weekend, one of the top games of the year was BYU and Coastal Carolina. Now it was Liberty, BYU jumped in once liberty had a bunch of COVID tests uh it was scheduled on thursday they literally had two days to prepare for the game byu probably had to spend one of those days flying over it was an incredible incredible game went down the wire it was like tennessee and uh the rams super bowl uh kind of game where it got stopped at the one yard line byu ended up losing coastal carolina ended up winning so thoughts of week 14 or you just want to get right into this byu coastal carolina game well, we can start with – yeah, let's start with BYU Coastal. I, I mean, it was one of the greatest games I've seen in a while. Oh, it was – I and it, it's – and it really spoiled college football fans because it's a mid-major – it's a group of five team and an independent team that middle of the week, drop of the hat, were able to schedule it and able to get it done. But yeah. now we're all clamoring for A&M and Ohio State to play this week. And, not happening. and even if the schools wanted to do it, this, the conferences are not going to let them. No. And so we, so you can't compare the, the two situations because they're just not, they're just not the same. Yeah. But man, that, that that coastal BYU game was was like you said, really good. So my younger sister goes to coastal, and uh, I think I was drinking a little bit of the BYU Kool Aid that you kept serving me, and I told her I did too, uh, dude. Yeah, I know. I made a bet with her. I made a little small little $5 bet. I said, if Coastal wins outright, I'll give you $5. Oh, $5. Come on now. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. It was just 5 bucks. <laughs> and then I was like – and I told, and I told her, but if BYU's got to win by 11. And so – Which was the spread. Yeah, which was the spread. And, it, and if it was in between, it was, it was, it was even. Nobody owed anybody any, anything. But I paid up. It was only 5 bucks. It's can't You can't make big bets with poor college kids, Wes. You know that. Oh, yeah. But, I know uh, that for sure. But yeah, I think I think they did a decent job limiting Zach Wilson. The holding call in the first play that, that essentially brought back a touchdown, bit of a momentum killer. A lot yeah. of drop passes by the BYU receivers, if I remember correctly. I was more impressed with Zach Wilson that game. Like he really looked like an NFL quarterback. Zach Wilson and uh, I believe his name is McCall. That the yeah, the yeah Grayson McCall. He's a solid dude. He's uh. And he- Freshman, yeah. If he can continue to grow and not pull a Brock Purdy, where he tops out his freshman year, I I think I think he's got some serious potential there. I think he benefits from the way that system is run because it's it's very unique. They run uh, a spread version of the triple option. Yeah, which is like you have put into it. Yeah, which you have like a back behind you and the back kind of offset it as like the pitch man and. It's sort of like draw, like a dive, and then keep or hand it off, and then you have like quarterback to play or the pitch man, or even you could pass in that situation. And I mean that it was just great to see that offense get worked on. That's a hard offense game plan for within two days. I, I'm sure the BYU defensive coordinators were making adjustments on the fly from play to play because triple option when you're preparing for it, it takes you at least a solid week to get like all the blocking schemes right because there's a lot of crazy blocking schemes that go on with triple option uh style offenses so i credit byu for that because coastal carolina that offense was humming all game 
But then at the same time, the Coastal Carolina, they brought a lot of pressure on Zach Wilson and it looked like uh, BYU was outmanned on the offensive line at times with uh, certain blitz packages. So credit to Coastal Carolina. And just like that finish was just spectacular. Yeah, they just kept driving. And I thought and, – and you made a point to it in our group chat that if you watch that last play, he's got the running back on the swing route, but he's also got a guy coming across – from right yeah, there was the post. There was the yep. post route. Yeah, and had then you too. had the. Well, what happened was like that running back was in for protection. And then you saw no one going, and so what? What do RBs do in the pass plays? They scat out, and there was no one on that side of the field. Everyone was on the right side of the field. But he made the right throw. He totally yeah. did. I think what's what's going to be hard for Coastal at this point is they have to cheer real hard for Cincinnati to lose because I'm not sure because with the bolt with the bowl tie-ins if Cincinnati doesn't go to the playoff with the bowl tie-ins they've got to take the highest from the five team and you would if like the to bowl think, is played it sure you would like to think that they'll take two group of five teams with coastal but with those big money bowls like the Fiesta Bowl is not taking coastal Carolina because mm-hmm. fans aren't going to travel there so I hope they don't get stuck in some garbagey bowl where they play some three and five team or from five gas barilla bowl yeah <laughs> they end up playing like duke or somebody some nonsense thing yeah i i hear that and i'm like i heard this idea like just get the group of five teams together like have their own little version of a playoff because there's there's not going to be any way that these college football committees are going to give them respect and be in the top four. It's just never going to happen. So might as well just have like your own little committee and make a little playoff, like get like the mountain West champ, the American champ, the sunbelt champ, like conference USA, uh, other conference independence. If you want to throw them in there, like get your own little playoff going and just like have the best of the best because it's better than that. than like playing, you know, the top five, uh, the top group of five team goes and plays like a, an Auburn team that like lost an SEC championship that just doesn't care anymore. You know, just like something like that to spark it up. You know, I love that idea. It'll, it, it'll never happen. But like if the group of five really comes together and forms up like that, it, it's a certain strong possibility or even expand the playoff to eight, which they're probably never going to do now. It's just, it's just frustrating to me how these group of five teams never get credit. That was an amazing game. Yes, I'm sure ESPNU broke their uh, ratings record watching that game. Yeah, it, and it and they do the top twenty five games in the previous year. That's going to have to be a top five one for sure. But- like, look at last year. We had SMU and Memphis on prime time on ABC, and that was an amazing game. People loved that game. And then people love this Coastal Carolina BYU. There's clamors of game of the year. To me, the game of the year is still Texas Oklahoma. That was unbelievable game to watch. But anyway, like this is a darn near close second. Yeah, the thing the thing is though is it it was a good game because they were pretty e- they're evenly matched. You put Coastal in the playoff again. If you put Cincinnati or Coastal in the playoff against Alabama, Alabama's going to hang fifty eight on them. I mean, Alabama's probably going to do a lot of that to everybody that they play. But anyway, sure. I get your point. I get your point, but it's just like let's get a little playoff for the little guys going. I if agree. anything, I, it, you know who's had just the weirdest season? Washington. A couple of teams. <laughs> no, they barely had a season. Yeah, Pac twelve. TCU. <laughs> TCU yeah. lost to Iowa State in the first week by by three points. And then they lost. Then they beat Texas by two the following week. Then they lost to Kansas State by seven, got blown out by Oklahoma. Then they beat Baylor and Texas Tech, go on the road and lay an egg against West Virginia, beat Kansas, and then beat Oklahoma State. Like what? What are you doing, Patterson? Yep. People are saying the same thing about like Michigan State. Like Michigan State is that kind of up and down team. You like. Lose the Rutgers, like win against Michigan, lose blank to Iowa, like close to Indiana, cancel, beat Northwestern, lay an egg against Ohio State. Like there's a lot of those teams, but yeah, TCU is one of those. I just think the Big 12, they just love, like they're so evenly matched a majority of that conference that they, 
they just beat each other left and right. And it's just as a gambler for a college football, it's just hard to bet the Big 12. Yeah, like like I don't think anyone would say Baylor's a good team. They're two and six. But they haven't right. lost they lost they lost by uh thirteen this week to Oklahoma. That's their biggest loss all year. Yeah, and it's um and it's like the Baylor hangover from like last year because everyone's like, oh, Baylor was a really good team last year. They should be good this year. And, the, and, and they were a good the team. Story. No, but I mean, they got Matt Rule that left and uh new coach coming in. So have to make those kind of adjustments. But I think Baylor's a decent – I think Baylor's one of those teams that's better than their record says. A lot of those teams in the Big 12 are that way too. I mean, West Virginia is kind of like that, the up and down the whole entire season as well. Yeah, I had the best had the best defense statistically in the Big Twelve, and then got walloped forty two to six by Iowa State. Yeah, this year the Big Twelve is like becoming the most competitive conference to watch from week in and week out. Uh, it, it clearly is. And and OU's defense has been been stellar the last couple of weeks, but Brock Purdy going twenty for twenty three with three touchdowns and no picks that you got to that's hard to beat. If he plays like <laughs> that, they're not going to lose. Yeah, that that Texas Tech or uh, Texas team too, like with against Kansas State, was just up and down game. Yeah, where and then did Texas started, come from? <laughs> the, Texas literally covered the uh, the over under by themselves, like they hit the <laughs> over. Oh man, and I I man, we talked about this last week. Indiana being a fourteen point dog to Wisconsin. Who is who in Vegas and and in the AP rankings? Who is drinking this Wisconsin Kool Aid? They were really heavy on that uh, Indiana backup QB. I told you on the podcast, like, hey, take Indiana plus 14 all day, twice on Sundays. Like, seriously. Yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe believe that. Indiana's defense has been the story of the season for that team. I mean, Penix was great and all. Like he struggled in a couple games, but it was it was that defense with their books packaging and being an aggressive style defense and playing for Tom Allen that you know, that that team is just having a magical season right now. It would be interesting to see what they do next year or if any of those. I don't know if they have that many seniors or what the whole situation is with that. And if like this whole eligibility thing of them coming back or not, it'll be interesting to see because like they really love Tom Allen. You saw during his uh, postgame interview players coming up and being like, love you, coach. Yeah. Woohoo. Just going crazy for him. Yeah, and I think I think once you're in a locker room over like that, it that's half the battle. You gotta, yeah, he's totally not leaving that. And I know Tom Allen's been rumored for a lot of jobs. He's not leaving that job at all. So I really wish Ant was here because uh, I'd love to talk about Oregon dropping another game because he oh, was dude. unhappy about it. He he was not he you could listen to uh Bench Bro Sports podcast on Sunday, company man by that. Anyway, uh, he was just not happy. He was like saying they're a total mess, like left and right. Those players are out of sync. It's just like they don't even want to be there at some points. They have yeah. young studs. I'll give them that. But there's a lot of working to do within that program. Man, I think the Pac-12 North is wide open at this point. The Pac-12 South, however, Colorado, they might win most screwed team of, the, of 2020. Because they got the game that they lost was against USC, and it's not been re, it's not going to be rescheduled, and so they could go they could win their next game and uh, go undefeated and not have a chance to win their division because that's the game they got because they had a division game that got canceled. Wait, how is the Pac-12 handling that? Um, kind of just Pac-12 like the Big Ten. Uh, no, worse than the big, t- uh, better than the big 10. They're just like, oh, USC is going to be five and oh, and you're not going to have five conference wins. Sorry. Maybe they should just take divisions out of it for our- actually, no, it's kind of a small sample size. Well, that's I mean, who knows? The whole, the whole, the whole division is not even able to play in their own, their own division. Take the divisions out, take the top two teams, let them play for the yeah. conference championship. I mean, it kind of sucks that Washington and Oregon have been absolute eggs. Yeah, this this idea that we can't change things on the fly because it's how we've always done it is a detriment in most cases of life, but especially for college football. 
Oh, well, especially this year alone, like so many yeah. rule changes and scheduling issues and stuff. This is why I was like, just add on two more weeks. Like you're going to get that TV money anyway, regardless. But yeah. I get it. New Year's is a big, big thing. It's a huge thing to college football. I get it. But just I, add I on two weeks. Yeah. Well, start on time. Uh, I almost forgot to mention sure. the Louisiana Appalachian State game. What on God's green earth was the Louisiana coach doing? Dude, that long snapper reminded of me playing long snapper in high school. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. After, after two punts go over my guys. No, 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 not the, not the crap on the kid. It was pouring down rain. I mean, it was like a, a daggum typhoon over there. It was. It, it rains hard in those Appalachian mountains. Are, is Appalachian State in North Carolina like in that mountain range on the west side? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, and it pours there. After two, after two snaps over my punter's head, I'm not, I'm not putting him out there again. Snap it to the quarterback, let him pooch kick it. I, That's true. You gotta, yeah, you, you got to do something. And then the safety at the end of the game to make it a three point game, either go for it or pooch it. Don't just, don't just make it a field goal game and then give him good field position. You got lucky. Which, by the way, they took that safety on like the fifty yard line, and like he ran back thirty yards to take it. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it uh, just didn't, it just didn't make sense to me. But it worked out for him. That's why he's a college coach, and I'm not. And now he's nine and one. And Louisiana, you rather just cough and corner in that situation? I just, I didn't get that at all. Anything. I mean, it worked throw, out for him. Throw up a prayer and tell your receiver not to go up and get it and have them intercept it. It's a punt. Or even then, like those punters are like, they're not punting like 50 yard punts. They're punting like 30 to 45. Yeah, it it didn't make sense to me. Still doesn't, but it worked out for him. So what do I know? I bet you that coach was just like, dude, we practiced this safety thing and we haven't used it all year. Let's just do it now. Yeah, I I, just get like that. They, yeah, they do. All right, we 15. Are you got anything else for week 14? Uh, let's go through the rankings. I, I'm done yeah. with week 14, even though like the top four teams are the top four teams. They they straight up are. Ohio State, everyone was like, oh, are they going to be like COVID issues or anything? No, nah, they, they, they destroyed Michigan State, and they would have destroyed Michigan this week too. But that game is canceled, and I guess Ohio State needs another Big Ten uh, game to get canceled for them to play. So it's kind of up in the air what they're going to do. Doubt that the conference is going to bend any rules for them to go play an out of conference game. The out of conference game is more, it's more likely that they would get an out of conference game than Nebraska. Well, true, but you just need the approval of the 13 athletic directors to do that. And the big 10 to like set aside everything from what they've done all the way up to this season and just, you know what, scrap it. The problem right now for the Big Ten is there's no other games that have been canceled, so you don't even have another opponent like like that you could even play again. Like even if right. Penn State canceled and Michigan State became available, hell, just just have a rematch. Michigan State's not going to want to do that. But they'll do that. They'll do that for Ohio State. Like sure, I wouldn't be mad at that. Like a rematch of like either Penn State or anyone that they previously played. Imagine if the Indiana game gets canceled. Indiana sitting there hanging. <laughs> a rematch of that. I think oh, Ohio State was spanking that time, but um, I, I do I do agree with that. But um, yeah, it's just you can't you kind of can't like go and play Texas A and M or go and play an independent school or go and play a Cincinnati. Well, Cincinnati came and played because they have their own issues, but yeah. Well, and the problem with the A and M pipe dream is the SEC also wants to get two schools into the playoff because that's more money for them. And they're set up really well for it right now in their eyes. And yeah, if ain't going to go up there and lay a, lay an egg, that takes the SEC's two SEC schools completely out of it. So they, I don't think the SEC would allow that for the risk purpose of that. Yeah, it, it's a weird situation as it is every single year. But the fact that Big Ten really put themselves in a corner and was like, you can't like miss any games. Otherwise you're pretty much screwed. This whole, you have to play six games in order to be eligible for the big 10 championship. seems like, you know, this season is just, uh, you know, whatever for the big 10. 
Well, yeah, and it's, it, they, they put themselves in the corner by, by starting late, by not building up any bye weeks, but then with the Nebraska thing, not allowing them to go out and play whatever blind scissors of the poor that they were going to play, you've now... I think it was Nebraska. like Tulsa or somebody. Uh, I don't. I think it was somebody worse than Tulsa. I saw it, I saw it on somebody's Twitter. Western you, Carolina? Like, yeah, it was somebody like that, like Western Carolina oh, or okay. somebody like that. But, but now you've set the precedent... You can't go back on it. Now. I mean, it would be very difficult for them to go back on it now, and the uh, the optics would not be good. No, it really wouldn't. All right, so let's get in these rankings that just came out. Literally, these are fresh, spanking hot from the press. Uh, Alabama's one, Notre Dame's two, Clemson's three, Ohio State's four, Texas A&M five, Florida six. That's been the same for every single ranking so far. The one that's kind of got eyeballs in the top 10 is Iowa State jumping up to seven, Cincinnati falling down to eight, Georgia falling down to nine, Miami's hanging in there at 10. 11 is Oklahoma, 12 is IU, Indiana, Hoosiers. Um, 13 is Coastal Carolina. They jumped up five spots from their previous ranking. Uh, 14 is Northwestern, 15 is USC, 16 is Iowa, 17 is UNC, 18 is BYU. They fell five spots. 19 is uh, University of uh, Lafayette, Louisiana Lafayette. I always want to call them Louisiana Lafayette, but I know that's not what they're called anymore. Anyway, Raging Cajuns, 19, 20, Texas, 21, Colorado, 22, Oklahoma State, 23, NC State, 24, Tulsa, 25, Missouri. Ones that dropped out were Wisconsin, Marshall, Washington, and Oregon. Initial thoughts of like the entire rankings, or if you want to talk about the top and how that's going to shake out, you can. The committee is setting themselves up to put a two-loss Big 12 champ into the playoff if Ohio State can't make it the conference championship game. Right, wrong, or indifferent, whether you feel about that or not, I think that's I, – I believe that's why they put uh, Iowa State up at seven. I think they put Iowa State up at seven because Iowa State is literally on a tear right now. Oh, I, oh well, I agree. I think they're playing really good football. But at the same I don't time, think... <sighs> it's, it's giving them the opportunity that if Iowa State beats Oklahoma again, and they're gonna ha- and they would have that conference championship over Florida and A and M and Ohio State and either Clemson or Notre Dame, they jump from seven to four is a lot easier to swallow for people than the jump from 10, 11, 12 to four. Here's the thing with that. I think they would need Clemson to lose as well in order to jump in. Yeah, I think I think everybody from the outside looking in, Clemson's got to take another loss. Ohio State can't play another game. And Florida's got to lose. Right. I, 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 we talked about this a couple times. I don't think AM has got a chance at all to get in. Yeah, I, I don't think, either. I think their last shot was this last weekend because two weeks ago you saw how Bama used and abused Auburn. And AM needed to come in and do the exact same thing to show they're on the same field. And they did not. They let Auburn hang around for a long time. And if it was up to me, I put Florida at five because Florida's ever since that AM loss, they have been winning games by 14 plus. I mean, they have been pretty much destroying teams and controllably too. That offense is good. And that defense is quietly getting better. And that defense was a big part of why they lost to Texas A&M at big play to send them up in field goal range, whatever. I feel like if you play that, that game again, I feel like Florida wins it, but Hey, they give credit to Texas A&M. I, I went back on that. I would put five Texas A&M at five Florida at six, but still like, I think Florida wins that game. Like, if it was a best of seven series, I think Florida wins it in five games. Yeah, I I do not. I just. I mean, we talked about this again. And my wife's not here, so I'm safe. I don't understand the love fest with Georgia. It's yeah. It's gotta get be Georgia way. out of there, dude. Georgia has no wins over ranked teams, um, and neither does Cincinnati. I think Miami is also in that boat. Yeah, they play. No, Miami. Uh, oh yeah, no, they haven't. They beat uh, NC State, so NC State crawled back in there. So they've got the NC State win. Yeah, and I feel like they, the committee also judges when certain teams are ranked because obviously like teams can fall off really quick 
compared sure. to like what they were before. So like them beating Louisville, I'm sure is getting credit for that one. Which I'm sure. I mean, like, yeah, it shouldn't. It should. Whatever. It, it's still like they look at that. They're like, oh, ranked team, sure, because this committee is really stupid anyway. I already said the group of five never gets any respect. Coastal Louisville is three and 10. seven. Beating Louisville is not does not constitute a ranked win. I don't care where the, the Mississippi State did not beat the number six team in the country. Right, they I'm, saying, I'm saying, are you shocked that the committee is like taking that credit for uh, Louisville being in the top twenty five? They're totally giving it to them. No, I don't think they're getting credit for that. I think they're getting credit for being eight and one, and their only loss coming to Clemson. And that's why they're not higher, but they're not lower because there's not too many people below them that would be above them. With the well, same they played game. North Carolina this week. I got no hope in North Carolina. Every time I think North Carolina's going to do me a favor, they suck. Thanks, Mac Brown. I uh, yeah, they're they're more for a future team. Everyone's buying the North Carolina hype way too much, way too soon, way too soon. Just wait on them. Just wait on them. Put some stock into it now. Set it off aside and they'll watch it rise up. Uh, another one that's kind of interesting is like the Pac 12 is in the top 15 now with USC sitting there. I feel like that's their ceiling though. Yeah, they, they really can't move unless, you know, somehow USC plays Colorado, which prop is highly unlikely going to happen now. Yeah, they've got one more game, one more regular season game against UCLA. And they're going to play a one or two loss team in the conference championship, and it, I don't think it's going to be nearly as impressive enough. They'll jump up into the top. I think a the Pac-12 champ will jump up into the top ten because they the committee wants to show that a conference championship holds a lot of water. But yeah, I don't think and I also what what's the cutoff point to get into like one of those New Year Six bowls? Is it fifteen? Uh, no, there's no cutoff there. It's the highest. The the there's certain New Year Six bowls that have to fill their conference affiliations, but once they've filled those, it's just it's just uh, at large bids. I, I thought there was a rule in place specifically for like the group of five, like they have to be higher than uh, number fifteen. No, uh, no, I th the group of five they have to take the highest ranked group of five team. Oh. That's the only rule that I'm aware of for the New Year Six. Okay. Yeah, I mean, anyway, like. And also, Coastal's going to have another matchup with uh, Louisiana Lafayette. So that's another ranked matchup in their favor. They get to play them again. Yep. So it's and like, so how high are you going to put Coastal? Right. Right. And how high are you going to judge those two teams? Just have those two teams playing the New Year's Six Bowl. Just just do it. Uh, it would be a good game, but your fan revenue, if they're going to have fans of the game, that's not going to – Cincinnati. Well, the Coast Rose Bowls already came out and said they're not going to have fans. So I don't even know about fan revenue. Very sad. It is sad, but that's how California has been treating this whole entire Especially thing. Especially since anyway. that's a playoff game too. Yeah. Yeah. New Year's Day as well. Like that's a big tradition. I don't even know if they're going to do the parade. Like the Rose probably Parade. Not. Yeah, probably not. And for me, honestly, 16 to 25, put them in a blender. It's – I think BYU might be a little low. I think North Carolina is too high, but – I can see arguments for anybody in that in that range being anywhere else. Look, I would put BYU at like 15. I really would. You got to give them credit for literally scheduling a game on Thursday all the way across the country. So here's how it went. Like they they got it scheduled. Then they had one day to literally practice a game plan. Then Friday they had to literally fly out there 22 or uh, 2200 miles away. Get used to East Coast time, game plan again, and then go out and play the game on Saturday. Just and like that's an unwinnable situation. Yeah, they lost by a yard and a half to the number 13 team in the country. Yeah, I think they could be a little higher. I, I agree. I think five is probably punching them a little bit too much, but, you know. It really is. And then they're like, oh, well, BYU's not legit anymore. And it's like, no, they were legit. They literally had to jump over hurdles to beat that Coastal Carolina team. Yeah, how'd you feel about that uh, the BYU play at the end of the half where the two guys are just kind of mugging the quarterback? Yeah, that should have been a flag. You could even say an unsportsmanlike conduct, like uh, disqualification if you wanted to. Yeah, it didn't. 
felt for the guy. Didn't didn't love that at all. That was old. Uh, that was old Boston Bruins, Montreal Canadian style uh, play right there. That was like NFL Blitz Arcade stuff. <laughs> yeah, I got an N64 version of that game. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, it, it felt like a hockey little. Uh, you know how behind the play, everyone's like chipping yeah. with the sticks, and then goes on to fight. But that's how it felt to me. But yeah, the dude literally hit him twice and like pretty much was like wrestling him NWO style. Anything else on the rankings I, other than like Coastal needs to be in 10. Get Georgia out of here. Um, Does Buffalo I, get into the CFP playoffs at Buffalo, all? Buffalo needs to get in. They need to. Oh, their game versus Ohio got canceled. They're going to play Akron. That's their last game against one and four Akron. I don't think it, I don't think they get ranked. That sucks. I like yeah. Buffalo. Buffalo's been killing people in the MAC. Yeah, they really have been. But uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think they put get them ranked. at twenty five at least. Yeah, screw Missouri. Like, Should've what do we do? Put NC State in there too. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's I don't. I don't get that. <laughs> Yeah, and then we're gonna go into week fifteen. Another lackluster week. Well, I guess we have a, another ranked matchup now with Missouri getting ranked. We got Georgia versus Missouri at twelve. Spreads and, minus uh, three thirty. You got UNC Miami. Spreads three and a half. Three and a half for who? Miami. Yes. Ooh. Miami's better than UNC. I would take that one. Uh, do 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 Pittsburgh, Georgia Tech on Thursday. Um, Utah, Colorado. I mean, Utah has been the feisty team. That's on Friday. Battle of winless Arizona teams on Friday as well. And then you have Nevada and San Jose State, your favorite teams. Uh, battling out one on five Friday. and zero. Can't say that's a bad game. <laughs> winless Arizonas. Give some respect to Nevada here. What are we doing, people? But anyway, we get Oklahoma versus West Virginia finally this week. It got uh, rescheduled back. We already said Michigan, Ohio State was canceled. Uh, North Carolina, Miami, Purdue, Indiana, Wisconsin, Iowa, Texas, Kansas, um, LSU, Florida. It's kind of a weak slate yet again. We do got Army, Navy this week. That's always a good one to watch. I don't know. Is it in Philadelphia again? Uh. No, I think it's in New. It's no, it's at West Point. It's at so it's West Point this year. Yeah, it's at West Point, and it's the first time that Navy in like a century almost that the Navy has been written in the Army end zone. Like huh. Painted in there, so yeah, a little interesting tidbit there. You can buy a ticket to that game for as low as two hundred and fifty-three dollars. I I mean, like it's forty minutes away from my apartment right now. Yeah, it's, used to I go up know. to West Point. I would love I would love to go to that game one day. I don't know if I'd pay two fifty for it. It's not a bad stadium either. Like there's not a bad seat in the house for that uh football stadium. Well, Oklahoma was supposed to play Army this year, and there were a lot of Oklahoma fans that were like, Yeah, like we want to go to that game because it's a historical thing. What uh, sucks about the base is like it's just a one way entry, so it gets backed Ooh. up on like Saturdays for like because we would go up like when my dad used to live uh, in New York as well. When I was still bunking in with them, we would go up to the commissary on Saturdays and come back. And like fall Saturdays when Army was having a home game was kind of rough, especially if it was like a big game. Hmm. Yeah, I think Army's going to win that one. I know Navy was on a, was on a tear about eight years, but Army's definitely the Navy can't tackle. No. But my dad's a Marine, so go Navy, beat Army. Uh, I think Army wins. Uh, I'm an Air Force too. guy, so don't really have a dog in that fight. But anyway, anything from this slate at all you're looking at? <laughs> I, I think Missouri's kind of a fraud, but Georgia's a 13-point favorite on the road. And it looks like it's calling for snow, possibly. Oh. So that could be that could be an interesting one. Uh, it's going to rain Morgantown. Oklahoma's offense looked terrible this last week. Terrible. 
Was uh, it raining in Baylor? No, it was not raining. They were just OU had had COVID for two weeks, and so like they, I don't think they had a full practice, or they had one or maybe two full practices, and it, it was bad. Um, Alabama is a thirty-two point favorite against Arkansas. I think Arkansas covers that. Ooh, I think Alabama. I think Alabama. I don't think Alabama hates Arkansas nearly as much as they hated LSU, and so they'll pull the gas off early. Uh, Arkansas backdoor cover, and they're getting ready for the SEC championship. Ever since the uh, Florida game for Arkansas, my uh, my Hogs, man, that was my team for like six weeks straight. They have just uh, kind of fallen off a bit. Yeah, they're. They, I think they'll be decent next year and competitive in more games two years from now if Sam Pittman doesn't leave. But, well, look, you also got the Alabama factor of looking ahead for the SEC championship game with Florida. I think they cover. I don't think that game's close at all, though. Devontae Smith's your Heisman winner. He should be your Heisman winner, hands down. Yeah, can we talk about that? Oh, my goodness. We haven't talked about that yet. I haven't talked about that. Dude, we'll he is. You want to finish the slate and then, and then and the Heisman talk to end it? Well, no, I just want to talk about Devontae Smith now since I'm oh, on the sure. subject. Yeah, love it. Dude, it. unbelievable. Unbelievable to that guy. I think you're going to have the draft for the NFL has been lower these past few years. And I think Devonte Smith is the best prospect out of both draft classes like this year and last year, what he did against LSU is just crazy. And then also not even putting a, is it Singleton or Singletary? Their best corner on uh Devonte Smith was just asinine from bull Polini's brilliant Nebraska mind. Yeah. Bull Polini. He gets paid a lot of money to do a lot of bad things with that defense. Eight catches, 231 yards, and three touchdowns, including one of the catches of the year, that that uh, one-handed back end end zone. It literally looked like Mac Jones was throwing that ball away, and then next thing you know, you see Devontae Smith just reel it right in and land perfectly in the back of the end zone. Unbelievable player. Yeah, if I had – yeah, he's – Again, I I think he should win the Heisman as the best player currently. But yeah, he's, he's the best player in the country right now. Period. Point blank. He's. I don't oh, even wow. think it's debatable. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. I mean, you look at his numbers for uh, as for compared to receivers, only one guy's got more receptions than him. That's Elijah Moore at Ole Miss, and he he's outgained him by about a hundred yards. And he's got yeah. twice as many touchdowns. And he's only 6'1". I thought he was taller. He plays a lot taller. He's got hops and he's got speed. He does. He does. He's going to be great wherever he goes into Six, the NFL. 6'1", 175. That man's going to have to put on some meat for the NFL. Yeah. You would think he'd be bigger, though, the way he plays. Yeah, he really would. Like, you would think he'd be at least 6'3", 220, but... If if for the if for the finalists it's Mac Jones, Trask, and some other quarterback, I think Mac Jones wins it. If Najee Harris or Devontae Smith are in there as finalists, I think they'll split the vote with Mac Jones, and I think Trask will get it. And I do not think Trask is the best player in college football. Oh no, he's totally not. But it's going to depend on how that SEC championship game goes. That's true. I think he might be exposed a little bit there. Yeah. I think I think Pitts is better overall player anyway. Yeah, and overall that. players. Let, just give us a vote, dang it. Like, come on. What are we doing here? Yeah, bench press sports. We'd like a Heisman vote, please. <laughs> All right, you looking at any of these upsets? You seeing any upsets anywhere? Oh, no, I wasn't really looking. I think North Carolina is is, is a easy one to go to. Um, but, I mean, it's Wisconsin. I think still wants that, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I do too. I don't, I don't, again, I don't trust North Carolina. Uh, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Baylor at home over Oklahoma State. Oh. Oklahoma State's a five point favorite on the road, and Mike Gundy's is a terrible coach. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Baylor. Bear down, okay. sick them. Hey, bear down, sick them. You know what spreads close that I really like too is uh, USC versus UCLA. Yeah, I like USC points. to blow the doors off of UCLA. Oh yeah, uh, you don't think Chip Kelly can can rein in Keaton Slovis? 
Remember, USC's looked really good their last two games, but you got to remember their first two games, they squeaked by those winless Arizona teams. Yeah, but you got to look at UCLA too and be like, is that team really going to challenge USC? I don't think so. With the way Slovis has been rolling recently, like that's hard to stop when a quarterback's got all the mojo in college football. I think USC wins and covers, but I don't think they win by more than two scores. I think they win by like 17, 17 to 20. Hmm. And it's like a crosstown rivalry thing, which kind of gets heightened up over there more than it does nationally. Yeah, because we don't care. <clears throat> also, UCLA is not very good, so most of us don't care. Uh, your late night, BYU, San Diego State. Yeah, I like that. I like BYU to bounce back majorly back at home. It's going to be 34 degrees. No, thank you. I don't like any of these games, to be honest with you. I hate them all. <laughs> I don't know what upset I'm going to pick this week, but it's going to be just uh, just let's spin the wheel and let's just go with that one, to be honest. Oh, Wisconsin's even money against Iowa. That could be an option. Yeah, but, it could. Uh, I don't even I, know what Iowa is like, to be honest. I haven't watched one Iowa game this year. They're not. They're not worth watching. Don't waste your time. <laughs> uh, Missouri over Georgia. I don't know. Maybe just Georgia get a little exposed. I don't know. If it either. snows, I like that though. That's fair. But is Missouri's also like a spread, throw the ball around kind of team too, right? I don't watch Missouri sports. I enjoy my life, so I, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I know. I see. I see that their quarterback has five you. touchdowns. Their quarterback's thrown for five touchdowns. Their running backs rush for eleven touchdowns. <laughs> I'll go. See, here's the thing. I'll go outside of the top 25 for upsets. Could I do that? Is that fair? Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah. All right. There's a couple of juicy rules. points that I like. I like Washington over Oregon. Washington is a six point dog over Ooh. Oregon. Don't let Ann hear you say that. I know both teams are struggling right now. Someone needs to bounce back. It seems like Oregon is just trying to figure out. Uh, what young players are going to be in what positions like going into spring ball next year already. I like Washington over uh, Oregon. I also like Rutgers over Maryland. Greg Schiano is doing a great job with that Rutgers program, turning it around. They're play, they're playing tough. They're just not putting the pieces together. I mean, that Penn state game kind of got ugly, but you did feel like Rutgers was going to creep up and backdoor cover that thing. I like Rutgers. They're uh, eight point dogs there. I think UVA is a two-point underdog to Virginia Tech at home, or uh, Virginia Tech on the road. I think right. UVA is going to win that game. And I also like Memphis over Houston. Memphis is at home. Houston has been up oh, and down. no, you did finish. not just pick another Houston game. I Sorry, did pick Houston. a Houston game. They are not going to play that game. <laughs> you picked it, that won't be played. But I didn't pick Houston. I picked Memphis this time. You think that's going to help your little witchcraft? No, I think no. it will. I think it will. Because like the Cougars aren't doing anything right now, so I like yeah, that one. Getting game, games canceled, they can't get anything going. This is a dog's week for me when it comes to outside the top twenty-five. Because I like Wake Forest two over Louisville. Louisville's two-point favorites in that one. I love the games you're you're picking here, but I the, I don't think anyone's going to watch those games. No one's going to watch him. I'm just doing upsets right now. If you want to make some money and want to, uh, you know, ride with me, go ahead. But no one's going to watch any of these games, even the top 25 games. Like, they'll probably watch two of these. It, it's a grocery store day. Just save it for the NFL. Well, I can't get behind that. I'd rather watch <laughs> the Mac in the NFL sometimes. All right, fine. It's still grocery store day. Take a bye week. Get ready for a championship week next week. Yeah, any any plan, any any projects that, that you got going on in the house, you you put the you do them this week and not yeah. next week. Right. You're gonna want to sit on the couch for a while next weekend. Is it Friday and Saturday or is everything just on Saturday? Um, uh, I think everything's just on Saturday. I don't think the big uh, the Pac twelve has not released their conference championship date yet that I can see. 
But typically the Pac-12, oh, wait, actually. I'm in top 25 and they may not have that. Nope, nothing scheduled yet. Um, huh. Typically, they, they usually play theirs on Friday because uh, nobody cares. Yeah. And and there'll be other games going on other than the championship games, which is going to be right. different. And you'll have you'll have the Big 12 and the Big 10 championship going on at the same time. The noon slate. Really? The Big Ten Championships at noon? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll also have Louisiana Coastal at noon. And then nothing till four. Wow. Is there any night games? Uh, The SEC is at eight o'clock. Oh, that's usually the four o'clock game. Yeah. So, yeah, get your stuff done this week. Also, this uh, next Wednesday is National Signing Day. I don't know how into recruiting you are, but... Well, once once I uh, you know picked the team, I didn't really care for recruiting day or signing day after that. So <laughs> it was only a big deal once you got uh, recruited and stuff. Because <laughs> <laughs> right now, with the way the transfer portal is, you don't really take signing day that seriously anymore. I do. Well, sure, you're a big time program, Oklahoma. Sure. They got win those recruiting yeah. battles. Yeah, big ones that we're looking at right now is uh, the running back who's picking between OU and Alabama, uh, Wheaton. And then Ameka, the number one receiver, is going to pick between Washington, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. And he's picking on Friday. So, mm. I I think the biggest story from recruiting is that Texas is getting dogged in their own state, like big time. Yeah. Yep, and they're going to keep Tom Herman for another two years, and I love it. Oh, dude, no way. They shouldn't, <laughs> but whatever. There should be a lot of openings, but there's not going to be. All right, anything else? No, that's it for me. All right, well, guys, that's all the time we have for the CFP 100 day. We thank you for joining us. If you have any comments about how the ranking should go, who should be in the top four, who should win the Heisman, go ahead and let us know down below. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at BenchBoost Sports. Follow us on Instagram at Original Bench Bros and follow our website, BenchBrosports.com. We keep you up to date on every headline throughout the week on those pages. So go ahead, check it out. Check out all the uh, postings. If Ohio State schedules a game, you'll know firsthand if you follow us. So uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and other media services. If you want to check out the NFL Weekly Drive, other episodes of CFP 100, or the Bench Bros Sports Podcast we shoot on Mondays. So go ahead, subscribe, check those out. Again, thank you for listening. All right, Hudson, what's the score of the OU game this week? 38 to 3. <laughs> so West Virginia's just done. <laughs> they're done. Put a fork in them. They're done. I'll give them I'll give them 14. I'll give them 14, but OU puts up 42. Oh, I'll, I'll be okay with that. Okay <laughs> with that. that was one of my upset week, but it didn't happen. So who cares? It did not. Well, Boomer, baby. We own Morgantown. I think Penn State doesn't play this week, so that's a pleasure. They play Michigan State. Oh, do they? Yeah. Nah, who cares still? Anyway, <laughs> that was Hudson. I'm Wes. We'll see you next time on CFP 100. That's the show. We're out of here.